Great. You sound great. You sound great. We s- no, you sound great. <laughs> Stop it. I may sound great, but you sound really great. Oh, Like honey. so great. I can't. Oh. The greatness of It's your- just this... 10 o'clock energy I've got going here. London you know? calling, darling. <laughs> England looks so good on you. It sounds so good on you. You sound so great. And it, well, now we're entering the dark times. Uh, energetically? No, gosh, I just, well, maybe, maybe for you a little bit. Um, gosh, I love being here. Gosh, I'm so excited. Gosh, it's going to be difficult to watch UT football games while I am here. Oh, shit. College football just started. Yes. She's like, oh man, I forgot. It's, uh, it's been a year and it could have been longer and it wasn't Amy. It wasn't. We're back in it. Oh, um, no. wait. So when do they come on for you? Is it really late thanks, or really? Yeah, early? Thanks for asking. Yeah. So um, the <laughs> opening day is August 31st okay. um, at 7 p.m. Or for me, September 1st at 1 a.m. Uh, so here's the thing. Also, I I'll be watching it. That's all I'll say. There may be a little. I wouldn't say illegal activity, but maybe slightly frowned upon activity in order to get it. But, you know, I'm not taking money away from anybody. I just True. I just need to watch my games. So on the plus side, I got on Yield Facer Books and um, nice. there sure is a UK Texas X's uh, group that is in London, which is, you know, not the closest, but not the farthest. It's a bit of a train ride. And so, uh, yeah, they they do little meetups to watch the games and everything. So this first one, they're actually going to do, they're going to air it the next day at noon. So they've got a place where they're going to air it. So I think super cool. Yeah. So this weekend, uh, I think we're going to, we were kind of planning on doing, it's a holiday weekend this weekend for the English and then next weekend for Americans. Oh, right. (laughs) So, so we're avoiding the holidayers this weekend and then next weekend we'll take his holiday. Um, Cool. So we're going to go spend a little, I think we're going to spend the night in line. I mean, it's, you know, it's only like an hour and a half away, but honestly, like, you know, it'll be nice. We'll just go have a little, it's almost a staycation. So we're going to go do some fun, uh, maybe some like tipsy tea situations. And uh, yeah, that sounds perfect. I love, that's one thing I love about, I'm, I haven't been on Facebook in years, but um, I like that there, you can find your people wherever you are, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like there's a meetup, no matter where you are in the world, there's like, people who want to meet up and watch the game and now Uh you just have to avoid social media during games and like or like you have to avoid that so that you don't accidentally get spoilers yeah that one is going to be rough but I do think like I'll just have to remember on Sunday morning to not look at my phone until noon which should not be too hard that's true yeah you could just have a lazy quiet Sunday morning we'll we'll do our podcast records during that time so that you could wait that would be like 4 a.m for me never mind we're not doing no, that. No, we're not doing yeah. that. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, you know I know nothing about football. I just know that college football came back on because my older sister 
and my younger sister. So my younger sister went to university of Miami. My older sister went to university of Florida and they're Uh there. So the Gators and the hurricanes were playing last night. So my sisters were like going back and forth with each other. And I don't know how I got involved somehow. And I was like, Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Go team, go team. Go team. Hooray sport. Sports and um, sports. And I don't know who to cheer for because I love both my sisters equally. So Yeah. I uh I I don't know how we manage this, but our kind of our there's a couple here that we're friends with. Uh and uh uh yeah, he went to A and M. He's an Aggie. He's a dirty Aggie. Dirty. And I'm like, of all the people in all the world, I had to end up having to share a social space. You know, it's like Casablanca, <sighs> just like of all the bo- of all the social spaces in all the world. This Aggie <laughs> ends up in mine. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, you the? know, you take you take what you can get, though. You take what you can get. He's a lovely person. Otherwise, I'm sure I don't know. I haven't gotten to know him. Actually, he has a very cute puppy. I posted a picture of her the other day. So. Oh, I saw that puppy picture. Guys, mm-hmm. Tammy's Instagram is blowing up with cat pictures, Thank dog you. pictures kayaking pictures it's amazing it's amazing it's all i do living her best life but also Um, part of oh go ahead well i i have also caused a problem now because now frequently when we are on walks my boyfriend will just grab me and turn me because there's a cat like (laughs) and i'm like good job (laughs) cat yeah (laughs) he's a good He's a good man. He yeah. knows what's important. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts and cats. Uh-huh. Speaking of ghosts, that's why you came here, isn't it? Because this is Banshees and Boos. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. I don't know. I don't know if that transition worked, but, you know. I, I loved it. I, I, found, I no. found a way. I think I found a way. Um, I loved it. Yeah. If you came here for cats and ghosts, you're in the right spot, guys. Um, you are. Um, uh what the heck are we doing? Oh, yeah. I like this is oh, exciting yeah. news. Tammy this came up with a- this topic and I was blown away. I don't even remember how I came up with this, but I did such a good job that I texted it to you and immediately forgot about it and almost texted you the other day. Like, did we have another topic? I'm so I was typing. <laughs> What is the other thing? And then was like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I was like, oh, yeah. This is why it's good. We actually can only really have text conversations now because everything's Uh documented because we can't rely on our brains to remember verbal conversations. That is so true. So this week, yeah, this week our topic is uh, uh, we're going to, I guess we'll call it organized crime ghosts. Although I think you just did the straight up mob, didn't you? I did. You know, I said mob only because because the title of this article that I pulled from said mob. But, you know, as a New York Italian, just fighting stereotypes left and right, I just think organized crime is a more PC friendly, you know, than than mafia mob. It's just so, you know, it's just it's just organized crime. I was going to call it organized crime because I was not ruling out like I might do like the Yakuza or something. You know, it's like I couldn't find. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I pretended I was part of the mafia and was offended by. (laughs) 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 I I don't know. I'm drinking in the middle of the day. I just went on a slight rampage. Um, Yeah. Organized crime because I, I like to be honest, I didn't know that much about like, oh, the mafia. 
that's the mafia. That's the cartel. That's a, the, like, there's just so many different pockets of the organized crime world that I wasn't even aware of. I like went down this rabbit hole of like, what are the five active mafia families still in New York? I'm like, wait, what? Oh. Is the, yeah. I've, so much none of it that applied to what I'm about to talk about today but like it's it goes way beyond like you know like it's beyond beyond it's beyond the beyond the beyond and also this is so like I don't know why I didn't I thought that like that was a thing of the past but I found articles that were like you know mafia leader in Italy arrested like two days ago you know I'm just like oh wait oh this shit still happens I kind of wasn't aware of it I don't know I definitely think it's not the heyday in a lot of ways, but um, it definitely right. still exists. Yes, so. yes. Like they're still they're still out there for sure. Well, so my my drink because we're this is uh, this is we swear the last week I, I shouldn't have sworn. But Wait, you did, and now is, we have to commit. Now we have to. It's too late uh, of us drinking our own drinks. Uh, we'll coordinate a little better next week. I, I got yes. I got some plans. I got some. Yes, plans. starting with our next episode, we will actually. Uh, choose a themed beverage and both make it yeah. and drink it together uh-huh. instead of going We're just rogue. still getting used to this like thing. Yeah, so, lo- long distance you know. relationships take practice and we're, take we're practice getting there. We're getting there. Um, so what do you so have? So my, well, I have right here a Goose Island IPA because uh, my story takes place in Chicago because why reinvent the wheel, Amy? When you can just do Al Capone, which <gasps> I fucking did. Stop it. I did. Oh I my did. God, I'm so excited. I literally just wrote Al Capone, boom. Boom. <laughs> Say no more. I yeah. get it. Why do yeah. I get so fucking tickled about mobsters? I get so excited. Yeah. Well, I'm thrilled because this was pretty fun. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Well, I want you to share first. Uh, my drink is sangria. Um, mostly because sangre means blood. And I just thought about all of the blood that has been spilled for the familia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's taking that mm. Italian. It's coming through. <laughs> so cheers to, cheers to organized crime ghosts. Crime ghosts. Yeah, crime ghosts. Ghost. Ghost. Okay. Cheers. Thank you. That felt better. <laughs> Let me just put my beer back on this headboard in my <laughs> podcast studio. That is definitely not just the bed. <laughs> hey, Ugh. as long as that sound quality is good. Look, you see the blackout curtains behind I me? I did. See? I noticed. I got to say, I've not been like light sensitive, but now living with somebody whose schedule is wackadoodle bananas all the time and like he has to have this man I sleep for like 14 hours before I realize that it has been that long so that's amazing I'm insanely light sensitive so I sleep with an eye mask on do I own blackout curtains yes did I hang them no, it's been six months. So one day I'll get them up and I don't have to sleep with an eye mask on anymore. Task rabbit that shit, girl. I downloaded the app and I'm gonna. Good for you. Yeah, Good for yeah. you. Task okay. rabbit is where it's at. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of people who did lots of tasks, the mob, <laughs> mafia, Al Capone. Oh my God. There you it is. just the fucking queen of transitions today and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I, any ghosts in here who want to tell me otherwise, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Go uh, fuck yourself. 
Um, okay, so uh, not to call out other people's misfortune, but I aggressively cited all my sources this time because I don't know if some people listen to this podcast listen to a lot. There's a little bit of controversy going on in the podcast world about citing sources. Is so, the, oh shit. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it off. I don't want to be talking shit about other people, but an incredibly popular podcast is being pretty hardcore called out for just like reading stuff directly, which we do, but I do think that we're also... First of all, we don't we make riff. any money. Second of all, oh, yeah. we, you know, we, we, we cite and we talk about it. So I'm just going to aggressively cite that I used a combination of cultofweird.com, fringe paranormal, and Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> Heard of The it. People's Pedia. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Okay. Um, Al Capone uh, was born Alphonse Gabriel. Capone, uh, January 17th, 1899, uh, sometimes known by the nickname Scarface, which I actually literally didn't know. Wait, that. I didn't know Al Capone's nickname was Scarface. I didn't Wait. know that either. Isn't that crazy? But I know. The movie Scarface was not about Al Capone. No, it wasn't. That's where I'm. Okay. It's Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino played Scarface, which was not Al Capone. My what? God, how could we ever keep up? I'll tell you, most of what I know about Al Capone, I learned from the TV show Boardwalk Empire. I so. was just going to say that I was yeah. all of like the mafia research I was doing for this. Yeah. Um, it just all I was like, oh, yeah, Lucky Luciano, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah. Da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. They were talking about Torio and I was like, oh, I know him. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. know them well. Know them well. Yeah. God, that was a good show. Good show. So good. good show. Shout out. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, he was an American gangster and businessman who attained notoriety during Prohibition uh, as the co-founder and boss of the Chicago Outfit was the name of the, the gang, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, his seven-year reign as crime boss ended when he went to prison at age 33, so I'm already falling behind. I should be in prison already. Um, yeah, c- keep up. I've been there several times. <laughs> So, according to various witnesses, Capone's ghost can be found traversing thousands of miles in the afterlife, showing up at a variety of his old haunts. Ha ha ha. And here are just a few of the places where you might have an encounter with Al Capone. Um, okay, here we go. There's several. The first one is Eastern State Penitentiary, which, by the way, that's a Ghost Adventures got- episode. Okay, because I was going to say, if we haven't done this, we should do this because there's more than just this. Oh, my God. Can we? We can split it up. I'll do Mm -hmm. one wing and you do the other. I'm assuming there's wings. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. There's got to have wings. wings. You got to have wings. Like a nice maxi pad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I almost quoted another podcast while talking about not doing copyright infringement. Oh, that's that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Oh, boy. I'm telling you, my life is just podcasts right now. Like, I listen mm. all the time because I walk so much around here and I still kind of need my directions a little bit sometimes. So I have them on, like, in my ear so that I don't have to be looking at my phone. Oh, that's very smart. Looking that's like very a tourist. Safe. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I'm just listening to hours upon hours of podcasts. So it feels like that's my life lately. So Ditto. Anyway. Ditto. 
Okay, so um, here we go. Eastern State Penitentiary. Al Capone's ghost stories begin when he was still alive. Ooh. Uh, Capone's mob executed the brutal St. Valentine's Day massacre on February 14th, 1929, which is why I thought to do Al Capone because I went on that tour in Chicago where we went to the place and like, yeah. So I was like, great. Ooh, I should have um, done that. We'll go. So we'll go back. It's good. It's a good one. And you get to drink. Uh, Capone's men, dressed as policemen, entered a garage on Chicago's north side, um, owned by the rival uh, George Bugs Moran. Uh, they There they told seven of Moran's men to stand and place their hands against the garage wall, where they were then gunned down by machine guns. Uh, it was a sensational story that made the general public call for an end to mob violence. Uh, Capone himself was soon rounded up and sentenced for carrying a dangerous concealed weapon. He was sentenced to serve time and spent eight months at Eastern State Penitentiary. Um, he was provided with a lavishly furnished cell, which I saw pictures of and will send to you. And let me just say, other than the walls looking like haunted as fuck, it's like real nice furniture. Oh, my God. Um, what a jerk. Those mobsters with can a- get anything. Right? Oriental rugs, a <sighs> cabinet radio. What? Um, But the story goes that Capone was tormented by the ghost of James Clark, who was one of the victims of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Clark was Moran's brother-in-law, and legend says Capone could be heard at night by other inmates begging Jimmy to leave him alone. Um, Stories say the ghost of Jimmy Clark continued to haunt Capone after he was released, uh, following him around and harassing him. Uh, The penitentiary was also known for its cruel torture practices to inmates. Okay. Oh, shit. Such as... Dousing them with cold water in winter months. Ugh. Ew, in Chicago? Uh, leaving them strapped tightly to chairs for an extended period of time and chaining their tongues to their wrists. What? That's what I said. <laughs> I said, what does that mean? What does that mean? And then I real cleverly Googled Eastern State Penitentiary torture methods because I was like, I need some more information about this. That's when I was introduced to the concept of the iron gag. This punishment called for an iron collar secured around the tongue. Chains were attached that were shackled to each wrist with the hands placed high on the back. If the inmate moved too much, their tongue would be ripped. There were many cases where the inmates bled so much they did not survive long enough to have the iron collar removed. And that is why I'm going to have some of this beer right now. How upsetting. And I'm going to drink it with my tongue, which I am thankful that it is still intact. Well, now I don't want to drink the sangria. It's reminding me of actual bloody tongue. <laughs> okay, we'll coordinate next week. You shouldn't be punished. I know. I'm like, it. I was enjoying Ew. it. <laughs> this is really sangre. Oh, okay. God. Oh, my God. Okay, so the next place that supposedly is haunted by or around or askance to <laughs> Al Capone. I'm just throwing where the beer's starting to work. Um, <laughs> Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. <laughs> Think hey. of the last guys. <laughs> or do you oh, think it's a pretty bro. dead scene? Don't let me. Don't let me. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Ask any experts on the Chicago ghost lore on Chicago ghost lore. And one of the first places I'm going (laughs) you to is one of Illinois' most haunted plots of land, Bachelors Grove Cemetery, uh, which was established sometime near 1840. It's in Midlothian, which is, you know, kind of near Chicago. 
there's a short trail that leads through woods to the graveyard. No thanks. Ew. Uh, surrounded by a chain link fence and a lagoon covered in thick algae. Ew. ew even more ew. So haunted. Gross. Okay. Wait. <gasps> that was like a real burp. That was the best burp I have ever heard from you. That was like an Amy burp. That felt good. I I'll tell you what. I can't believe I'm not burping. I mean, yes, it's wine-based versus yeah. beer-based, but still. I'm also, yeah, I've got beer and I'm drinking Pellegrino. Oh, too, so you so are bubbles just... on bubbles. Bu- bubbles, bubbles on bubbles, bu- I'll say. <laughs> it is popping in here. Um, okay, so blah, blah. Okay. Claims of activity here. Uh, one of the most interesting pieces of evidence is a photo taken in the cemetery in 1991 by Chicago group Ghost Research Society, which to me, I'm like, that's an old 1991. That was a while ago. That was a while ago before yeah. like these paranormal TV shows were a thing. They were yeah. just doing it for the love. Uh, using infrared film, they captured what appears to be the ghost of a forlorn woman in a white dress sitting on top of a headstone. Uh, the land is supposedly crowded with entities. There's reports of flying balls of light. What the fuck was that sound, Amy? That scared me. What sound? You didn't hear anything? What? It sounded like something like fell. I didn't hear it. Oh. Okay, me neither. Oh. Now I'm scared. Sammy? Maybe I just, yeah. Sorry, I'm scared. It definitely sounded. It sounded like it came from your side. It didn't sound like it was over here. What did it? Maybe, maybe my chair made a noise. Maybe it was your chair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah oh, 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 oh! I, I know. My desk creaked. Okay. Wait. Let me see if I. It's now. It's not doing it. Did... Yeah, it never does it when you want it to. Of course not. But you know what? If. It, I'll let the wood re like redo its thing, and then in a few minutes I'll lean on it with my elbow and see if it creaks again. Okay, if that's this is an excellent okay. experiment okay. we're doing. Okay. See, you guys, like this is how when you're a paranormal researcher, debunk. you can debunk mm-hmm. things. We're not just trying to make everything sound paranormal. We're we're gonna try to debunk this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. For, uh, for like our it. own sanity, we need to debunk yeah. this. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh God. Uh, you get to live your day. I have to go to sleep after this. So <laughs> you heard it coming from my end. So <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, flying balls of light oh a disembodied crying baby has been heard Uh, a ghost of a farmer and his horse has been seen plowing the ground Um, and a phantom farmhouse appears and disappears Um, it is also said that Al Capone and his gang used the secluded cemetery's lagoon to dispose of dead bodies they'd accumulated during prohibition oh gross let's take a swim now right now um, Al Capo's ghost will be seen on occasion chomping on a cigar wandering by the lagoon. Oh my God. Okay, this is number three. Hold on. Yeah, number three. I've got two more. The second one's shorter. Number three, you might have heard of. It's Alcatraz. Oh, snap. Hey, we did mm-hmm. Alcatraz once on our haunted. Did we? Well, we did haunted prisons. Oh. And. I did I do Alcatraz? I did Alcatraz. And oh, I think I t- he may have come up. You know what? He came up in like maybe both of ours at some point. I don't know. Mm. There were some mobsters. Yeah. Anyway, let's. It happens. Here. So. Yeah. He's they everywhere. They say. 
they say. Um, okay. Uh, in 1931, he was sentenced to 11 years prison uh, before being transported. He was, uh, wait, was it sent to Cook County Jail? Uh, oh, because uh, he was public enemy number one, they decided to ship him to the most famous prison, Alcatraz, um, where he would just be another name and number because they didn't want him to like have all that fancy stuff like Uh-oh. he had before because then he would just be like one of the, you know, uh, so no the many people there. No yeah. surf and turf dinners. No, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. done. It's done for you, no. Al. Uh Let's see. Uh, After settling in, he filled his time by playing banjo in the prison band. Uh, That's so cute. It's pretty cute. He often practiced playing the banjo in the empty shower room. Uh, Tour guides and visitors have reported hearing a banjo in the shower room and in his cell, B-181. Other gangsters have been spotted in this place, including Machine Gun Kelly, I was like, I've heard pew, of that. Pew, 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 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's why they called him that, because he did a great impression of a machine gun. He was just so good at it. And they were like, look at this guy. He only got arrested for, like, shoplifting, uh-huh. but they're uh-huh. like, hey, it's Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Um, and then one I had never heard of, Alvin Creepy Carpus. <laughs> I don't know what made him creepy, but... Maybe because his last name sounds like Carcass. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, D Block is considered a hot spot uh, of that. And then, oh, uh, at the end, d- suffering uh, declining health from an untreated case of syphilis. Ew. Uh, Capone, yeah. Capone was transferred to uh, the Federal Correctional Institute of Terminal Island. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they didn't even try to mask it. They're like. They didn't. It's a- uh <laughs> And then uh, he he died a little while after that. Yeah, um, once, once and, you go to Terminal Island, the, the, the yeah, there's the vacation's uh, over. It's pretty pretty it's a, pretty much the end. It's yeah. a one way ticket. Uh, he died on January twenty fifth in nineteen forty seven, and the last haunted place we'll talk about is his final resting place, along with other members of the Capone family, which is the Mount Carmel Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois. Hmm. Um. Besides Capone, there's a whole bunch of other mobsters there, like Frank Nitti, uh, Sam Giancana, and get this, Machine Gun Jack McGurn, who Wait. was actually got that nickname because he was really good at tapping fast. <laughs> <laughs> so his was like, <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly is like, damn. If only I was faster, uh, I could be I'm the only one with this nickname. <laughs> God, uh, so many machine gun people. They really are. They got they got one. You know, when the whole world is gangsters, you I don't know. I was mm. trying to be like a nail hammer situation. Anyway, uh, visitors often leave a small gift on Capone's grave, and if you're disrespectful when visiting, it is rumored that Capone's ghost will chase you out, and that is the easy breezy beautiful cover girl that is Al Capone, our mobster ghost oh, extraordinaire. My Thank you. Uggers. Al. Well you can shit. You what girl, we are we're yeah, fading fast. I'm like I was trying to quote that Paul Simon song like you can call me Betty and Betty you can call me call me Al. Call me Al. It's literally a song called Call Me Al, I think. Anyway, wow. 
I don't um, know that one. I'm pre- sorry. Pretend that didn't happen because it's not fun when no one knows it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was freaking awesome. We've got a lot of more haunted prisons to do, I think, you and me. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Because that just reminded me they're all so fucking haunted. God, yeah. there were a lot of gangsters. Just spending most of our lives in a, in a gangster's paradise here. Um, <laughs> mine. I also just had a flashback to like a few episodes ago where we were recording and my um, groceries were in the process of being delivered because guess what? Oh, yeah. They are oh, no. still in the process of being delivered from four it's weeks been ago. two <laughs> weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, now it's a new batch and... Um, they can never figure out the stupid call box situation, even though I give them instructions of what to dial. So just a heads up. I have used that call box a thousand times. It's not difficult. Yet it's I not. always get, uh, uh, it's not working. Like, yeah, because you're at the wrong one. Um, so just a heads up. I might have to, don't stop recording because it's just real life. People should know the kind of lives we live. It's very, we're, yeah. we're multitasking. Yeah, we're, yeah. Hopefully busy and, and and we're ordering groceries, so I might have to direct them, but hopefully not. Hopefully Alicia is able to, who is my delivery person, as it turns out, is uh, able to figure it out. Um, I trust her. She sounds like a solid person. It's usually, honestly, it's usually the men who mm-hmm. cannot fucking, they need a woman to come hold their hands and bring them up the stairs. And I'm like, fuck you. Um, so... I had a weird journey for like finding the story. I I knew right off the bat before even Googling that I wanted to do the Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas because I knew (gasps) it was the first resort uh, that was built on the Vegas Strip um, in 1946 before it became this like crazy what it is today. And I knew it was really haunted. You know, it was was built um, by, I forgot his name already, by uh, some famous mobster he got murdered because it was like it, it lost a shit ton of profits. It was just a fucking hot mess. And now he still haunts it. Um, that being said, there was only like one story. And I looked at a hundred different freaking resources. It was the what same. It's like, oh, he haunts the garden. Oh, he haunts the garden. Oh, he's in the garden. Where there's a statue in the garden. I'm like, yeah, but there's so much more to it. There's like, got to be so much more. But I had to move on. I had to let. And I mean, I. I was pushing and pushing, but yeah, fate drove me elsewhere. Do you know what? In Vegas, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And there you have it, folks. Words of wisdom (laughs) from Tammy Hillberry. She's here. Hey. The beer is a working. So I I wound up at this website called, um, I've heard, oh, from Thought Catalog. Do you know Thought Catalog? Oh, yeah. Catalog. Okay. So it's basically a lot of um, clickbait, right? Like, you know, con- user contributor stories, like the five things I learned going through uh, Peru on my own with nothing but a backpack, you know, like things like that. And I'm right. such a sucker. I'm like, what did you learn? Should I go to <laughs> Peru with a backpack? Uh, so um, I found this story and the title is I used to clean up crime scenes for the mob, but after this incident, I had to leave for good. Um, so I thought, you know what? It's not about a specific mobster, but it does have to do with the mob and it is paranormal. And I yeah. thought, why not? So it's written by a guy named Dominic Reppy. I continued to look at the, after I read the story, I was like, I think this might not be true. So I looked Uh-oh. at the rest of the titles that he wrote and it's like, 
basically every contrib- every article he's contributed to Thought Catalog is about a job he once had and like well, when I was an employee at Disney, I quit because of these horrifying things I saw. When I was oh. working as a cashier, when I was working as a security guard. So it, he seems to have a lot of interesting jobs that all led to freakish, weird mm. shit. That uh, So I'm like, you know what? For better or for worse, it's a great story. It's scary. Yeah. And I'm just going to read it. And yes, it's verbatim, but I sourced, I cited my source. Dominic also Reppy. He also might have just made it up, so he can't really be mad at you. So. Yeah, I, f- I feel like this is probably made up, but I fucking love it. So here, I'm excited. We go. All right. <clears throat> yeah, drink water. <sighs> I just, I also Sweat feel my like, palate. yeah, saying things like, yeah, I quit Disney because of this. Like that's super clickbaity, but like cleaning up after mob crime scenes is so specific like how do you just make that up that makes me think it's a little real maybe I know I feel like and like that let's discuss after I read this let me know your thoughts I'm so curious I'm so oh, I'll curious. give you a whole catalog of my thoughts oh she is on it today you know what it is it's because I'm relaxed I'm literally just laying back in my bed here right <laughs> like your work is done you did uh, your research you you, uh-huh. you did your part and now you could just uh-huh. drink that beer and listen yes to let Amy tell you a bedtime story honey yeah here we go For the past couple of years, I have worked some pretty shady and highly illegal jobs. I am not a drug dealer, human trafficker, and in no way do I physically harm anyone else. All I do is clean. Uh, It may seem cliche, but my official title is private janitor. Oh, girl. Did you know that was a job? I did not know that was a job. It's so mafioso. Um, So here's how a private janitor works. When someone makes a mess that they need cleaned in a quick and discreet manner, I am the guy they call. I started the job just to help pay for college. An old friend of mine was in the business of selling hot vehicle parts. My job was to simply deliver the parts to the buyer. It was a simple job until one day my friend ripped off someone that you just don't rip off. They got their payback. So basically this person ripped them off and got murdered and then Dominic had to in order to like learn his lesson for working with such a person clean up the mess oh which is pretty traumatic it's it's like rubbing a dog's nose in their pee like you're not supposed to do that I know that does not teach them lessons Mm -mm. um so Dominic writes well one of the enforcers of the family that my friend ripped off liked the way I handled everything. It killed me inside to do it, but I was really afraid, so I made sure the job was done. Uh, The head enforcer talked to the patriarch of the family, and I went to work for them. Not like I had any choice in the matter, but still. He has a good point. You don't say no to the mob. You don't. Nope. Yeah, you become their private janitor if they want you to become their private janitor. Mm -hmm. Um, So he said, I did menial jobs for the family for a few months before they considered my debt paid. When they told me that I could leave on my own terms, they suggested that I become a private worker and that they would tell their friends that I was the guy to hire. So for the past two years, I have done jobs for a multitude of people. Hell, if I decided to blackmail my clients, I could be a very rich man. No, you'd be a very dead man, Dominic. Come on. Yeah, but who would clean up? You know, nobody <gasps> would do the That's work as good. Right? You can't. You can't kill the janitor. He don't clean up his own shit as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, get this though. He goes. 
but making $90,000 a year is enough for me. He makes 90 grand a year and you know it's cash. I mean, <sighs> right? Are we just in the wrong business? Oh, I just got an alert that my groceries were delivered. Good job, Alicia. Good job, Alicia. Thank you, girl. Finally, women actually yeah. read directions. Yep. Um, so yeah, he makes 90 grand a year. Oh my God. Um, he wrote, I know that what I do is wrong. Uh, I know that um, I have deprived thousands of people the justice they deserve, but I've always been able to disconnect my feelings from the job. Well, up until a month ago. Bum, okay, bum, good. Bum. I need this guy to get some comeuppance, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. Um, it was the 20th. Okay. Of, of, cool. of what month and year, Dominic? Normally, you know what? every single one of them has that. So guess what? Get you just have to guess the month. It's a really fun game. Guess the okay. month. It was the twentieth. April. Ooh. Oh my god! You Ava got just it. slammed that wine. I did. <laughs> I was like, this is a perfect opportunity for me to drink. She's gonna think about a month, and I'm gonna guzzle. I've got twelve opportunities to drink this. <laughs> I just keep saying, no, choose a different month. Glug, yeah. glug, 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 glug. Nope, not that one. Glug, 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 glug. So he says, normally I don't work on Fridays, but the guy that called in told me that it would be an easy job. I was pretty apprehensive when he told me that he would be at the spot. Um, I've only done a handful of jobs like that due to the level of danger involved, but he was willing to pay 10 grand for a single person cleanup. On the phone, the guy sounded really paranoid. His deep, scratchy voice turned childlike as the conversation went on. Please hurry up. I want this to be over with. Okay, first, though, I do want to um, go back, backpedal a little. I like that he's like, normally I don't work on Fridays. As if you have like an, a skip, like, nope. Hey, all you mobsters, mm-hmm. don't kill anyone on a Friday, you sillies. That's yeah. my day off. I can't. I can't. That's my day off. Yeah, I think that's a little strange. Um, okay, so it was 11 o'clock at night. I wanted to go out, so uh, I got there as quickly as I could. Shit, the spot was in a very suburban neighborhood. When I pulled up to the address, I was shocked at how nice the house was. It was a lot nicer than mine. I lugged my suitcase up to the front door and rang the bell. Within a few seconds, a man opened the door. This guy easily had to be six foot eight, uh, about 250. Red light that came from within the house glared off of his bald head. His eyes darted crazily behind me and told me to please come in. Once inside, I could tell that something wasn't right. From the front door, there was a hallway that led directly into the kitchen. I lugged my suitcase down the hall, but had to stop in the middle once I saw what was on the walls. All of these paintings that were hung up in the hallway had been ripped to shreds. The only painting that was left untouched was what looked like a finger painting hung at the very end of the hallway. On the canvas was a crudely drawn red kickball and the word love painted at the top. Okay, interesting. Okay. All right, so somebody went apeshit on all of the pictures in the house except this one. After staring at the paintings for a couple of seconds, I walked into the kitchen. Holy shit, it was beautiful. Next to the actual (laughs) kitchen. uh, Ooh, that's Zillow it. Uh, Next to the actual kitchen area (laughs) sat a large oak table with five chairs all around and a red light hanging over it. The man who had hired me sat in one chair, his head in his hands, sobbing. In the middle of the table sat a shit ton of newspaper clippings all about missing children and kidnappings that had gone on in the area. 
Oh no, oh no, oh no. That's when it hit me. I remember seeing this guy on the news last August begging for his daughter back. That's when I assumed that he must have been the one to kill her and wanted me to clean it up. So where is she? I asked the man. He lifted his head and gave me a confused look. Who? Your daughter. I tossed my suitcase onto the table and was opening it up when he quickly grabbed both of my arms. My heart started racing. I tried to jerk back, but he gripped them tighter. How did you, how did you know she was here? I finally fell backwards out of his grasp. I probably should have gotten out of there right then, but instead I stayed. Listen, it doesn't matter how I know. I'm not here to judge, man. Just tell me where her body is. That's when the man jumped to his feet with a desperate look on his face. Body? No, no, no. You're not here for her. Well, she's not her. She came back to me, but she's different. Whoever took her changed her. I can't. Before he could keep going, I heard scratching from within a closet that was behind me. The man, the man slammed his back against the wall behind the table. He looked terrified. I was about to ask him what the fuck was going on, but the closet door opened. It was pitch black in there, not even the red light illuminated inside. I took a step forward when something came rolling out of the closet and stopped at my feet. It was a red rubber ball. Like the one in that photo that was still hanging in up on the fucking wall. artwork. I went to pick the ball up when I heard the man scream, please don't. But I had already picked it up. When I did, it seemed like all the noise was sucked out of the room. Well, until I heard a voice come from within the closet. Play? The voice sounded like an older man trying to imitate a little girl's voice. I started to hear shuffling inside the closet and finally I could see her. The red light acted as a guide, showing me what true horror looked like. She was about four foot five inches. Her pink dress was torn up pretty bad. Her blonde hair looked like straw. She had cuts all over her pale arms and legs and her eyes. Her eyes were sewn shut. She looked, quote unquote, at me, cocked her head sideways and repeated herself. Play? That's when I heard a loud gunshot behind me. After a few seconds of feeling my body... And uh, looking at the monster in front of me, I saw that neither of us was wounded. Then I looked behind me. The man's body was sliding down the back wall. He had a huge hole in his forehead. Where where the fuck did he get a gun from? He must have had hidden it. Then I realized I was there to clean him up. (gasps) And he writes... Uh, enough. I wasn't sticking around any longer. The girl hadn't moved from the closet doorway, so I quickly snatched my suitcase from the table and ran out the front door. While I was starting the car, I saw the little girl walk to the front door. She seemed to make eye contact with me, waved, and slammed the door shut. I drove off with no intentions of coming back. After that night, I decided to leave that life. It's not an easy environment to leave, but I had always been trustworthy, so my regular clients accepted it. Today, I work as a cashier at a popular clothing store. Forever 21. (laughs) I love that. It's like uh, resume. Okay. So uh, it looks like you have a lot of experience (laughs) doing janitorial work. Uh, Your Mm -hmm. references. um, Uh, Yeah. That's uh, that's got a hole in his head. Um, It's a little spotty. All of your previous employers seem to have been mobsters they're all, their first names are all machine gun uh <laughs> and there's no phone number or address for me to contact them so, yeah it says uh, we'll contact you <laughs> it says we'll find you we know where you are uh i avoid the news all the time and tuned myself out when the news broke that the man had killed himself 
From what I unfortunately gathered, his daughter was still missing, so the police assumed that he had killed himself over the guilt of most likely killing his daughter. But I know the truth. Sometimes when I'm alone in my apartment, I check all of my closets and empty rooms to make sure I won't ever hear that voice again. Play. And that is the very creative, um, great writer, Dominic Reppy. Um, I, it's just so well written that I just can't decide. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's also, you know, okay. yeah. What do you think? What are your thoughts? We, I think we just heard a very excellent ghost tale. Agreed. Like, you know, we did an episode where we did like campfire stories. I it was great. And loved that episode. I was, it was riveted. Scary. I enjoyed listening to you tell it. I was freaked out. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. never once thought that this was true. So Ditto. I just loved the story so much. It's so good. Oh, I did a mini uh, yeah. burp. I did a mini burp. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would, so, I, and I was thinking like, okay, so the guy's daughter went missing. I think what happened, do you think that the story is implying that the guy did kill his daughter and then killed himself because she was haunting him? Well, I think that what he's, I think he was saying she came back different. Yeah. So it was like, he did get her back, but he couldn't deal with it because she's just so a monster. Or the See, I didn't yeah. think was it a ghost or like was it I don't know because I mean, it seems like maybe I the way the story goes I don't think that the dad killed the daughter yeah. I think that someone if, if he's involved he's obviously involved with the mob and organized crime as they say mm-hmm. uh, so I'm thinking like he she got taken and she got mutilated yeah. and probably murdered and this was like her. She returned. Gotcha. I think she returned from the dead and was just like a poltergeist, though. Like really fucking okay. pissed. Like, Dad, this is your fault. It. Yeah, because yeah. like it technically was his fault because he was in the life of crime and yeah, because yeah. elsewise he wouldn't have had his number, right? Right. That's okay. right. Yeah, he's he's obviously involved somehow because he okay. has the janitor's number. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Something about red balls, right? It's like it reminds me of The Shining. Wait, yeah, and play. Yo, oh yeah, child's play. Chucky. No, no, the, come and play with us. <gasps> yes, come play with us, Danny. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I was like, how did you? How did you block this out? We did a whole sketch about it. <laughs> fear, fear is how I blocked it out. Timmy. <laughs> come play with us oh you're so right yeah the creepy doll the creepy daughter the red ball Uh come and play with us all right dominic you just watched the shining and we're inspired we see you we see see you you. and we appreciate your creativity yeah um yeah so that was my uh all because the flamingo hotel did not give me enough information about its fucking hauntings we got a nice creative uh story from dominic and I, I love it, it though. I don't that was it. really great. That was super enjoyable. A nice way to like, you know. Yeah. I like to, th- I, I want to combine both of our stories and imagine that he, in the closet was just the sound of a banjo playing and it was like Al Capone <laughs> coming out like, <laughs> want to play in my band. <laughs> and a one, and a two. Just becomes a musical about <laughs> dead mobsters. <laughs> 
<laughs> and now tapping, it's machine gun the other one. Tammy, I keep leaning on the desk and it's not making noise. Yeah. I'm I'm a scared. I'm a scared. You know, I'm sure it was just, it was technology. There's been a lot of like weird, it sounds yeah. a little weird. Well, we'll, so. we'll hear how it sounds in the final episode and if it comes through yeah. or not. Oh, I'm scared. I'm glad I don't have to edit this. Oh, man. Have fun. <laughs> Never. Uh, <laughs> you're now just, everyone's just going to hear unedited episodes of this podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're too scared to hear it. Uh-huh. Um, that was fun. I loved doing mobsters. I think we should re- revisit this again. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It was really fun. It was. Um, if you've got an idea of a topic that you'd like for us to explore, you should send us an email at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or click the, uh, I can't remember what the button's called. I think it says, have you seen a ghost? And you click the button uh, on our website. It does. I love and, uh, that. At banshees.com. Yep. We both said it. Yeah, but I was going on. It, I I was giving our email address again. <laughs> Correct. Don't listen to me. Listen to Tammy. She made the website. It's amazing. <laughs> Click the button. Submit your ghost story. And then follow, uh-huh. DM us a lot. Actually, we've had a lot of DMs of ghost stories at our Instagram page, Banshees and Booze. And guess what? I'll start checking them over on Twitter at Banshees and mm-hmm. Booze. Thank you. I, yeah, for, we, I forget about Twitter. I seriously. No, that's right. Pulling it up now. Let's just find out. What if we had like a million ghost I don't think stories? so because I've been pretty good about being on it. You have been good. Day, Look at so. you. Oh, yeah. there we are. Gosh, we're cute. 143 followers. We're fucking blowing up. Killing blowing up. it. Killing, killing it. it. Um, and then. If you think we're killing it, you should rate, review, and, and subscribe. subscribe. It's actually really helpful and you know what hey tell a friend if you like our show um because uh that's that's how we've gotten most of our new listeners is people just telling their friends uh yes that they, that they enjoy listening to our dumb voices every week so if one of our current instagram followers hadn't tagged us i would not have known there was a completely random and unrelated account that recommended us um yeah yeah and i i had no idea so we appreciate all of that so so much it's exciting yeah. it's an honor because we just love doing this and the more people mm-hmm. who love it along with us the happier we are yeah. um and then is that yeah uh so. yeah Okay, well then. We're doing the, we're doing, it's like the PP dance. It's the, oh, fuck, what am I going to say about this thing? You know what, though, Tammy? I feel like I always make you go first, and it's not fair. And while I have nothing oh. prepared, I feel like I need to, I need to switch That's that really shit That's really kind of you. Um, I'll take you up on it, although it may backfire if I come up with something halfway through, and then you do it. But that's okay. Well, I'm, I'm already regretting this, because I have nothing. Pl- okay. okay, okay, here we go. Hit me. Um, Amy, I have a very important question question for you take your time asking it just take your time I was just curious if you were to perhaps see a ghost you know if I were to see a ghost Tammy I would perhaps um buy myself a one-way ticket to Terminal Island. Oh, my God. I made notes during yes. this episode. Yes. Oh, I my wrote, God. Good notes. for you. And Good I'm- for you. 
That's a really good one. And I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is Terminal Island? This is how quickly I forget all the th- all the little things we talked about. Yeah. But Al Capone went to Terminal Island and that's where he died. So good. Boom. Good Boom. That's okay. good. Um, Tammy, mm-hmm. should you see a ghost? Don't name your kid Machine Gun because there'll be three <laughs> others in his preschool with the same name. Dude, that was the best. See, <laughs> you should always go second. <laughs> oh, God. It was very stressful. <laughs> okay, welcome to Mrs. Smith's kindergarten class. Uh, okay, we're just going <laughs> to take attendance. Machine Gun Joe. Mach- Here. Machine Gun Kelly. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I please remove your tap shoes before entering Mach- the <laughs> machine gun Sophie. There's so many Sophies. <laughs> machine gun Olivia. Machine gun Hayden. Okay, everyone, go to your cubbies. Get your machine guns. We're gonna go outside and have some fun. We're gonna do some practice shooting. <laughs> I just need. We need to make a musical. Machine guns and tap shoes. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Actually, I think they did. I think it's called Guys and Dolls. <laughs> yes. Or Bullets Over Broadway. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. God, you're good. She's You on know fire. what it means? It means it's a good idea if it's been done before. If it's before. been done. You are right. Or like yeah. so many times you and I have thought of something and then it's done like a month later on SNL or something. We're like, We're like you know what? It's a compliment, right? It's a compliment. We're plugged in. We're We're plugged in. Yeah. We just don't act fast enough. That's all. We don't get paid. And that's fine. It's It's good. It's great. I like it. Do we like money? (laughs) Yes. Do we need it? (laughs) No. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Starting starting to think I do. Yeah. Uh, um, Thank you so much, guys. Um, Oh, we already did all of it. I was about to say. And remember... And remember, um, come up with another oh, thing. Uh, tune in next week for some more um, crazy fucking shit ghost tales and some and at finally a custom drink. We're gonna do it. A custom We're, drink here. So this I swear it. by the stars. Aww, that's a musical. How romantic. Too. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Pew pew.